Sounds good. to the Natalie Wise Woman podcast. Thank you for being here. This is where we bring awareness to different health and wellness topics, topics that are related to becoming your highest potential. Enjoy this episode. Today I'm going to talk about our relationship to ourselves and how I have improved my relationship with myself and I want to just uh, kind of lift these things up so that you can also maybe start to think about these things in your own life if they also apply and if there is something that you would like to change with your within your relationship with yourself. I have for many years been in kind of a an abusive relationship with myself, and I want to kind of elaborate on this thing. Um, but uh, first, I want to say that according to many religious beliefs and shamanic traditions, um, uh, our soul lives on forever, as even the Christians say. Um, but according to many other traditions, um, our soul comes here multiple times to live in, in a human body and we kind of reincarnate uh, here again and again, most of us. And I mean, even if you believe in that or you don't, our soul, if you believe we have a soul, has chosen this specific body to live in, to be born in this specific one body. You cannot change this body. You cannot be in someone else's body. And I think one of the biggest problems in our society is that we are very disconnected from our own body, from our own bodies. And we have a lot of self-hatred. We have a lot of destructive behavior. And it doesn't make any sense if we come here to experience this body once. Why do we create an abusive relationship with it? Why can't we take care of it like it is the only one we have? Because it is. But I think it all comes from the disconnect we have. And it is something that our society creates, that we create ourselves. Uh, But yeah, I think there is a lot of things missing from society where we could be more connected to our bodies. So about my own relationship with my body, um, I've been abusing my body a lot during my life. So mostly it's actually unconscious. So you don't really think about that. Oh, now I'm gonna, you know, abuse my body and I'm not gonna, you know, be kind to it. Because it's something that we we do without even thinking about it. So um, when I was younger, I, I I abused my body by by putting a lot of toxins. So eating a lot of 
uh, unhealthy foods. I was using food as a mechanism to deal with emotions that I couldn't handle because, you know, a lot of, you know, teenagers and young people don't have the tools to the capacity to deal with, with uh, strong emotions, with being, you know, feeling alone, feeling bored and feeling like, you know, like you're not worthy. And then food can easily become a, and dealing with stress, you know, in general. So food can easily become a mechanism where you, you deal with those emotions because it kind of numbs out feelings. So I was eating a lot of junk food, as, as many other people, like it's not very uncommon. Um, but at some point, uh, it got so much out of hand that I was actually eating so much junk that I felt so sick that I needed to throw up. Like it kind of became, it wasn't that I even wanted to, but it was just, I was so sick. And, and, and I, fair enough, like your body, when you eat enough of something that is not good for your body, like, I think it's a good thing that your body is like, no more. And then it wants to throw up, but it became kind of a pattern where I would, it became a, an addiction as, as it is with, with people that have bulimia that they kind of, you can even like ignore all the things that you, all the responsibilities you have just to be able to do that, which is to numb your body with that food and then to, to uh, throw it up and do it again and again and again. And that is something that you find comfort in. So that was a way for me to, a way that I, 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 I abused my body. And of course I was very young and I lived abroad and, and I was alone uh, and I, I, I wasn't, mature enough to deal with that situation of being alone and, and, you know, not knowing how to take care of my body. And I, I don't regret anything because I think it, it was one of the most, <clears throat> or probably the most important lesson I have had in my life so far, because, um, and this is also what I saw when I, I, I did ayahuasca in Costa Rica, that, that, year one and a half year or that like period of my life when I was really at rock bottom I was you know and I turned to God often to kind of help me through these moments but uh, when I was feeling really low like I, I could also see in the ceremony that um, I was really killing my soul because I was hating myself so much there was so much self-hate because I knew I was abusing my body I was uh hating it. I was like not wanting to be in that body. And that, that really, really hurts to the soul. It's really, it really damages on a soul level. Um, but what I could get out of it was that I can feel compassion, so much more compassion because, um, I'm lucky enough to have had a, a quite good life and not a lot of traumas or like, I mean, we all have traumas, but not like anything very like substantial. And, and this uh, period of my life then, you know, led me to understand compassion in a way like when other people are suffering because I know what it's like. I know what it's like, you know, to have an addiction because I could compare that with that. Like an eating disorder is similar to an addiction where you, you kind of, you lie and you, you, you ignore your responsibilities just so you can be in that space of, of, you know, um, of abusing your body. 
uh, and then later in life, as so many so many other students and people, like um, I was drinking most weekends, many days, you know, in the week, and that is really abusive, or that was for me, it was abusive, and I uh, was in an abusive relationship with alcohol for a very long time. I, I didn't have like an alcohol addiction in the sense that I I could not be without it because I could I could like I didn't have a problem and I didn't usually want to drink the next day after I drank so it's not like it, it's very it's very no, like common let's say that like so many other people that you party on the weekends and like because you don't you are so disconnected that that's the only thing only way you kind of feel connected to other people is when you go out and you party and so on but still it was abusing my body because physically it was it was destroying my liver it was destroying my health um and you know uh, really destroying my adrenals I was really getting fatigued so and then when you do that for let's say eight years I don't know how long I did it but like I mean you start drinking where you're quite you know 16 17 18 and then you drink your whole university period uh, and then you know because people don't have children so uh, so young so they can kind of uh, keep up this lifestyle quite long especially if they have friends to party with or a partner. And then you easily get into an abusive relationship with alcohol. And I'm not saying that alcohol is bad. And so like, you cannot drink or, you know, I will never drink again. You know, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that alcohol has a tendency to grab on, you know, because it, it kind of fills an empty void in a lot of people. And then uh, if we go kind of in the... Uh, shamanic perspective, spiritual perspective, there is a spirit of alcohol that is very strong and it's not a very positive spirit. Uh, and that's also why alcohol is called spirits or strong alcohol. And actually the word alcohol means or comes from the Arabic word uh, alkul, which means to extract. So you can extract a lot of things with alcohol and it also does extract things from your body. So it takes more than it gives it actually takes stuff from you so yeah when you keep you you keep that up for a very long, long time you don't even notice that you are in an abusive relationship you are abusing your own body and you are in an abusive relationship with alcohol and i mean if you would be in that kind of relationship with a partner where where it's not like it's taking more than it's giving you actually and you are just very disconnected uh, then, you know, the right thing to do was, would be to take a step back. And that's what I kind of, I, I feel like with many things where if you, if you start feeling, if you start, start having the feeling that maybe I am in an abusive relationship, maybe this relationship with this substance or with this thing or with this behavior is not really for my highest good or not really serving me fully, then I think the best thing that we can do is actually take a break from the thing and just, you know, get some distance. Because then we can, with different eyes, analyze what kind of relationship that was. Because it's hard, like, like in a part, like if you are in a relationship with a human, it's also hard to see when you are in that relationship. You are in the everyday moments with that person. It's hard to see. Like people around you can even start th saying that, oh, don't you see that you're your husband is a narcissist or, or something like that, this, or your wife is really crazy or something, but you can't really see it 
as clearly because you are stuck in that, you know, that feel, that energy all the time. So it's hard before you take the distance and then you can see, wow, that was crazy. And that happens often when we kind of break up or we, we, or we have these kind of periods where we don't feel good. And then later on we can say, whoa, I was really not, I was really unhappy. And I think the same goes with like alcohol. And that's why I, I kind of, I really encourage people to take a break, like even a month, have like a sober October or something where you take that month and you don't drink at all. Or in, in Finland, we usually have a Tipatan Tammiku, which is in January, you do a month. And if you see that you struggle a lot and it's, uh, you are thinking about it a lot and when can I drink when is February and, and so on, then maybe you are again in an abusive relationship with that uh, substance. And I think these things are very, very important to think about and start analyzing because I noticed that I had, I had been abusing my body in an abusive relationship with my body, having a lot of self-hate and doing a lot of things that did not come from self-love, but they came from a place of not feeling worthy of feeling disconnected. And that's why I feel like it was important for me to take the distance. I'm not saying that I'm never drinking again or, uh, or that I haven't been drinking this year because I have actually a few times. Um, but I can't actually drink anymore in the same way that I, I used to, which I'm very grateful for. And I, I don't think that it will be part of my life uh, anyway. So, so, I mean, what is important when we do these kind of things is that we have an intention and if the intention is something that is for your highest good then by all means go ahead and do it but if you feel that you have a hard time setting an intention that you actually want to say out loud to yourself then you know maybe it's good to again take that distance because um i mean that's what I, uh, that's what, what, what a shaman lady actually told me. She was like, yeah, you can drink, but like always have an intention. What's your intention? And sometimes it was like, oh, I want to connect with this person. And it's hard for me to do it without, for example, drinking today with that person. But then when you kind of notice that these are very superficial, like that, why am I basing this whole relationship on that? Or why? Uh, or my intentions are not really something that I feel that are serving me. And, and then also when I said the intention and the next day I noticed, okay, actually the intention that I had did not get fulfilled. I did not feel a connection with these people, with this person. Then it did not serve me. It just got me very ill and it did not serve me. So then again, you start the process in your brain of kind of understanding what uh, it really does to you. And I, I feel that has been very helpful for me. Uh, and of course, the fact that my body is rejecting alcohol very, very strongly, like since I've started cleansing, like it's, it's just crazy. Like it feels like I'm literally like pouring poison down because that's what it is. But, but yeah. Uh, so I think, also, when we find ways to connect with our body, to find self-love and to actually realize what I talked about in the beginning, that we 
have chosen this one body and why are we so why are we abusing it so much why are we in a hatred relationship why are we feeling so lost and disconnected when this is the only body we have this is the only one life with this body and we have chosen it so i mean finding ways to connect they can be i i think spirituality serves a very important role in connecting with your body and with your soul because it's all it's all one it's not separate but but i think that different spiritual practices whether you're you want to be in in some kind of religious you want to be in the church or you want to just do yoga or you want to meditate or you want to uh, do something else uh, i think that is is very important and even just bringing these things from your unconscious to the conscious will eventually start the process or st will start the process to to deal with these things and and you know it's not about being perfect right away it's about being conscious and aware of things when you do something that is not going right things like wow okay wait a minute it did not serve me so then when you do that enough times then you're kind of like am i stupid because i'm not stopping this so then eventually you will find other ways to or you will find ways to deal with these things so I think that's very important. So yeah, um, I mean, if we want to be in our highest potential, then we should really be in a very loving relationship with ourselves. We should have connection and we should not abuse our body. We should thank these behaviors and substances or whatever they are for what they, that, okay, they have served us for however long and they have probably taught us a lot of lessons. They have maybe even brought good people into our life and, and all these things and had nice moments and conversations and fun times. But then we can be grateful for that and then we can let go and be like, no more, like because it doesn't serve me anymore. And I think that's the beauty of it. Like We don't have to be in regret. We don't have to be like, oh, why did I do this? Or like anything like that but we just like move on we let go and and that is a way for us to be in our highest potential and then find tools and ways in which with which we can be in our highest potential and um, i mean that's what i'm trying to share also in this podcast what are the different tools and where are the ways that we can connect but awareness is a very important tool so uh, that's where you can start and journaling is also a very good thing. So that's what I'm doing daily But yeah, uh, thank you for listening and you know You can share this if you want and please share if there's something some thoughts that came up something that you think if you think you're in an abusive relationship Have you been in an abusive relationship? Like let me know uh, on social media share this and then you know, I Think that's very interesting to bring more awareness to people. Thank you very much Sounds good.